Breaking news. Can you hear that emergency siren? Everton have been hit with a Premier League record 10-point deduction today. And that's why we're coming to you to discuss everything and giving you the lowdown in this emergency podcast. Roll the intro. Yes, hello and welcome to the Lost in Possession podcast. Even though it is the international break, that has not stopped teams changing their position in the Premier League table. With Everton now in the relegation zone following that record-breaking 10-point deduction they were given today. So we're going to discuss all things um, of this points deduction, why Everton have been hit with such, such a strong, strong number and what this means not only for Everton, but also the rest of the league as well, particularly with other investigations i.e. Chelsea and Man City. So let's get the ball rolling. Jordan, just tell us a little bit about more about what Everton have breached or what the Premier League has say they have breached and what they've been found guilty of, etc. Yeah, I mean, so first of all, what what a shock. I, I mean, I know there was investigations and, and there is ongoing across a number of clubs, but I don't think anyone saw this coming. As you said, it, it's the biggest deduction in history. It's only ever happened three times before in Premier League history. So this is genuinely, you know, groundbreaking. Um, so from my understanding of, of basically what they've done, it's actually a breach of, of the profit and sustainability rules within the Premier League. So I get, we'll obviously get onto the other clubs, but it is important to note that that is the reason. It's not necessarily about FFP and all the other charges. We'll, we'll obviously get into that. But ultimately, what it looks like they've done is overspent um, on the new stadium and effectively lost even more money than the league thresholds allow you to lose. So the the question and obviously the debate will go on, but initial reaction, this is pretty crazy. Um, of course, Everton are going to fight it as, as they should and as any club should, but they will be basically arguing, happened, you know, you had the COVID era, their argument is basically that they've got justifiable mitigation to say, look, we did lose this money. We did go above the threshold, but there is fair and, and reasonable explanation for that. That's essentially Everton's argument. Um, what this means for the league is, is, as you said, it puts them in the relegation zone. So we've seen, we all know Everton not been relegated. We've seen how close they've come to relegation. This is a massive, massive blow for the club. Um, and it will be really interesting to see if their appeals are, are, are successful, because if they're not, suddenly Sean Dyche has a massive job on his hands to to keep this club up. Yeah, that's an that's an interesting point. That, as we said, that does drop Everton down Everton down to nineteenth on now four points, but they have only lost one in their last five games, and they are still just two points off Luton in seventeenth. But I think it's the overall snowball effect of everything that's gone on. You know, um, Everton feel, right, I suppose, rightly aggrieved that COVID wasn't taken into account um, where they couldn't really sell players for the money they wanted. Um, but you could also argue that they haven't really got players that they can sell for a profit in some ways. They've they've bought terribly over the last few years, absolutely terribly. Um, and... All those come into account, and of course, with this new stadium coming up, um, which is due, I believe, next season. You know, they've been flirting with relegation for a long time, so they've had no real money to come into it. They've, of course, 
not gone through a bank to get that loan to help fund the stadium, which I think has also triggered uh, part, of the, part of this reasoning for the 10-point deduction. But just overall, where would we, you know, this this beats the nine-point deduction Portsmouth got when they were in the Premier League, I believe around 2009, 2010, which ultimately saw them get relegated. Um, do we think, what what is the significance of this, would we say? What, what do you think this sets a precedent to the whole league? Do you think there'll be, do you think a few teams are going to be looking nervously over their shoulder? Well, yes, because this is the first time the Premier League have actually done something, really, really on the sort of since FFP have come in, come in. So to see them actually put in a ten point point deduction is something that probably I don't know. It was rumored before, like I think about a month or so ago, of like a twelve point, a maximum of twelve points. So obviously they've gone with ten, which isn't far off. It does set up sort of there's the benchmark other clubs if you do the same you're going to be you're going to be hit with that that's if Everton don't win their appeal of obviously I think the snowballing effect as I think Jordan said this could get even worse because you've got Leeds Leicester and Burnley and Southampton all sort of being relegated in previous seasons could actually take legal action against Everton if if this goes through because the time that it happened was in the 2021 season like this when they first broke it so it's been ongoing investigation for a few years so the fact is there could be legal action where the clubs could be compensated who have gone down already so this could add to Everton's woes which means even less money in the, for the transfer market might even have to completely sell players like you said, Reese, they might not. They don't have. I don't think they have many massive side, massive players that can go for a lot of money. But they might have to sell them for fairly cheap just to keep the money afloat, really. So it's something that could really spiral against Everton. And the fact that they've got this new stadium, they've got. They're going to have. De- they've got debt from it, and that will that could even impede them even further. So. It could be worrisome, worrying times for Everton. However, I think if you actually look at the sort of past few seasons, this is probably the season Everton wanted the point deduction because they are better than probably four, at least four teams in this league. And they're the four teams that are in the bottom, the bottom sort of roughly around the bottom. So actually, it could be sort of like a bit of a blessing that they've got it this season rather than last season where they would have been relegated and Leicester would have stayed up. That, so that's, that's, a very, yeah, that's a very good point. And, and Jordan, this one's for you. You say that Everton would be delighted to have this now, right? If you think last year they survived by the skin of their teeth, year before, year before, or whatever. Um, why is it taking this long, do you think? Because would you feel that teams like Leeds and Leicester would be rightly aggrieved? You know, because really they would argue, well, that would be us in the Premier League if that would have been acted upon quicker. Because I know, I know, not everything you can take into account, but they had been, you know, hemorrhaging a lot of money over a good amount of time. Yeah, I, I think as a, as a club in general, we we've said and we've we've said it before on the podcast that <laughs> they are not well run. So this Everton being run like a shambles isn't a surprise in itself, but this coming out is definitely a surprise. 
I, I think it's hard for us and, and a lot of fans to comment on the time it's taken. Um, as we don't, as, as fans, we don't get much insight into how long this process takes and, and what criteria needs to be met, what decisions, panels and various other elements need to get involved. So I think it's hard for us to unpick the timing. But <laughs> you're right. Like, I, I, although, Jamie, you say it, I can't imagine a situation where those clubs can genuinely take legal action and it will be successful. I think what, why why because I I don't I see if they get if the appeal fails, I don't think they've got a, they've got any standing because it's such loss of revenue for these clubs. They I think they'll easily win legal cases against them. So yeah, Leeds, yeah. Leeds, oh, Leicester, Burn, Leeds, Leicester, Burnley, and Southampton are the teams that are expected to take legal action. They've got twenty eight days to pursue this claim. Um, so. They're going to go for it because Jamie's right. They're going to argue they've lost a lot of money here. Um, realistically, I look at those four teams and went, "Well, you got relegated because you put yourselves in that mess anyway." Like, you know, you couldn't beat one of, you couldn't overtake one of the worst Everton sides we've ever seen. Like, come on now, but that's a different matter. But if you talk about the time frame of things, you know, under the Premier League rules, clubs are allowed to lose a maximum, okay, so a maximum of one hundred and five million pounds over the three years. That's why it takes a long time, because if you can't get punished for one year, you can't get punished for two. It has to be over that period. However, the commission that investigated this found that they um, they had overreached, Everton had overreached their allowed losses by 19 and a half million pounds. That's shocking. That is shocking. Oh, um, to, just sorry to jump in, but yeah. to the point about this, this, this appeal, right? Does Everton spending or losing 19 million pounds more on a stadium that's not fully built, set up, whatever... Does that mean that Southampton shouldn't have gone down? Like, come on. These this clubs is... failed. They had 38 games to turn it around and they failed. Get this, to be honest, I think, the only team that, I think the only team that are really sort of like couldn't have the, I think, have the foot in is Leicester because they finished 17th, uh, sorry, 18th. And then the season before that, I think it was Burnley who finished that, that position, the last place to get relegated. So I think they're the ones with the league should have more of the standing because if that 10-point production happened then in their seasons, whichever one it was, Everton would have gone down and they would have stayed up and kept the Premier League money. I know there is parachute payments, but it's better to be in the Premier League than not, especially when you're trying to build a squad. Players want to come and play in the Premier League less than they want to go in the Championship. Yeah. And it could you could even argue it's cost managers jobs as well. Well, yeah, this, this is this is a factor of a lot of things, and I think this is why teams will take the legal action. I do agree that these teams obviously weren't good enough to stay up at the end of the day. It reminds me of I know it's a different situation. It reminds me of the Sheffield United and West Ham situation in two thousand six, two thousand seven, when West Ham stayed up with Tevez, who for whatever reason was shouldn't have been allowed. To and Mascarano wasn't it? it was two of them. Yeah, Tevez and Mascarano, and then of course. They appealed, you know, Sheffield United appealed that despite the fact that they weren't very good all season anyway. Um, and would say, you know, we'd still be in the Premier League if it wasn't if it wasn't for that. And if I'm not mistaken, West Ham will find five point five million pounds or something, which is a lot of money as a fine. That is an insane amount of money. But realistically, the punishment was Sheffield United didn't come back to the Premier League for like what, 11, 12 years, got relegated again in that time. So there's that impact there. Um, and I think that I think this is why clubs do feel aggrieved. You know, Everton had, had even 
put themselves under a form of salary cap with the Premier League in 2021. So, you know, and it does, and you do argue that they, they didn't seem to learn that <laughs> then. And then, of course, they've got the takeover that looks like it's fallen through, which is actually probably a good thing because I don't think these owners are that great. Um, there's all sorts of issues they've got. You know, you think of, um, is it Usmanov? He's, he's one of the, got money in the club. His assets were frozen, I believe, um, over the political uh, situation in Ukraine. So they've lost a lot of money through things that aren't necessarily their their, their fault, if you, especially if you take the pandemic into account. But obviously, I think a lot of this will raise, and, and Everton have made it clear, one, they're going to appeal, and two, they're going to keep a close eye on some other investigations that are taking place, which is where it leads to you two, because your two teams are involved in this, Chelsea and Man City, particularly Man City, who have already been accused of, of um, well, have already been charged for more than 100 alleged breaches of the rules, but a verdict has yet to be reached. For whatever reason, I personally believe they're, they're different situations and they're a lot more a lot more harder to investigate. You think about it, City is a different team, it's a different club, different situations. Very similar, I think, probably to the Tevez situation here, where probably the rule doesn't exist yet. So what can you accuse that of? But Jamie, let's hear your thoughts on this. You know, how will Everton feel if if City do not get anything, or if if you know how's the league going to feel as a whole if if they feel it's one rule for one, one rule for another? You know, Jordan will bring you in in a minute with the Chelsea charges or, or situation. What what are your thoughts on all of that? Because this is a big snowball effect. This could be. Yeah, it could be. It could be what the Premier League are then going to like sort of announce. I did f- see a funny stat today that if you take a 10-point produ- produ- point produ- uh, deduction, sorry, can't speak, um, for all the charges like Everton have got for one charge and you span it over sort of like the 10-year, 10, 15-year period that we've had the owners, we would have about five points per season. Which could send could probably send us down each each year. Um, it's but we still would actually have a positive point overall on average. But look, I think no matter how the city one comes about, look, if City get no charges, no point deduction, no stripped away titles, no whatever consequences it could be, actually even including a fine, if they get a fine everyone's going to say the words the premier league is corrupt that's that's it without that'll be every single fan who are not man city fans and that'll be everyone who's not looked at any of the case that's just what's going to happen i've already seen tiktok saying this pretty much the exact same saying how could everton be charged already and city haven't been well actually everton's has been going on for a few years before city even got charged so it's all, I, I think it doesn't matter because people's opinions are going to be City have cheated, guilty, done. They don't need to see the facts or evidence. I don't personally know. I'm not involved in it. Um, however, the difference between us and Everton was we've been successful off it. So Everton, who've had a terrible time for the past few years, are getting fined for crap, really. Whereas at least I've seen, you know, the pinnacle of football. 
and I said it to you two earlier once sort of once they got charged as a City fan let's say we did get all the charges all thrown at the book let's say we got put down to National League that some people keep suggesting I would not give a shit I would still thank the owners for everything they've done because I've got the memories that no one can take off me doesn't matter the Premier League could strip all the titles UEFA the lot I wouldn't care because I've got to see my team play in the Champions League final twice, won one and lost one. I've seen us, I've seen the Aguero moment. I've seen the comeback against Villa. I've seen such great football. And it's something that personally, the stuff behind the scenes, I don't really care about. I care about what happens on the football, on the pitch, because that's why I watch football. That's why I've played football. That's what I care about. Whereas, Everton have had the have haven't had that, which that's why I do feel for their fans in this situation. It's hundred percent not their fault, but at the end of the day, they're the ones who get punished most. And like Jordan, obviously, he's got the Chelsea charges. He's seen his team win two Champions Leagues, Premier Leagues, FA Cups, League Cups. He's got to see it all with his memories. And that's where you've got to feel really bad for Everton because they're in this situation getting charged and it's been crap for them. So they've not had a good time. Plus this, it's just adding on to the fact of it. But to sort of go back to your question, George, uh, Reese, I don't think it I don't think it will impact because I think they're different different charges. Even though we've got so many, 115, I just think it's different. So there will be different criteria on what they do for the for what they're going to charge City with if they do. Yeah, I, I think sim- similar sentiments for me, to be honest. I think what this does set is, is a precedent that is, I think, is a concern for, for, for Man City, for us. Because it, it, I think before, we'd almost sort of laughed and I guess brushed aside these charges like, you know, Ah, uh, the Premier League will never. Uh, I know they have historically, but in in more recent times, it's something we've seen down the English football pyramid. But it's not something we've seen in the Premier League because you think these clubs maybe have better lawyers, they have a better structure, they have better ways to fight these charges and basically prove their innocence. But what what this does to me is it does set a precedent that actually, if needed, the Premier League will actually deduct the points. So I think there is a little bit of concern, but. To, to Jamie's well, two two things. I think first of all, the 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 fact that the fans are the ones suffering, and, and you do feel particularly bad in Everton's case. Um, they've not had the trophies, they've not had the success, and and I think Everton fan group put it put it perfectly is that ultimately the the people who broke the Premier League rule. This was their statements: the Premier League, the people who broke your rules, are not the ones suffering. And it's true because the fans, the players, the manager, they, they, they're the ones suffering for someone else's mistakes. So that is is fundamentally wrong. And I do think this brings in a wider debate of, of where the blame, where the legal action should lie. In my opinion, it should lie on the owners who, who basically were, were responsible for the shit show, not the fans. But that's another debate maybe for another day. That's a whole legal topic of sort yeah. of like... The business, the business that is Everton Football Club and the owners, it's yeah, it can, yeah, it it probably will fall on Everton rather than the owners, just based on 
league legal sort of the way it works. Yeah, but I do want to say with the Everton one though, on who who's to blame? By the way, Everton were in agreement with thirteen other clubs for these rules to be put in place. They did vote yes. City were ones that voted no. There were four four or five other teams. Um, so they knew the rules, they agreed to them, and they actually approved them. It's even more of like, I, I guess you, that's sort of to the owners. They've agreed to it, and they're getting caught out on it. So it's not looking, not looking great for them in that aspect either. I mean, look, at the end of the day, the Everton fans didn't mind when Bashir was spending all this money anyway, right? You know, you expect the players to turn out well, and they haven't. Unfortunately, that's just what it is. So it's down to bad recruitment, down to bad, you know, scouting, etc. So, yeah, the fans do suffer, but, you know, they want it too. They want the money. So it's happened. It has happened. Unfortunately, it, you know, it is what it is. It's it's a testament to me that factors like the financial fair play is a good idea. Um, and it's a good idea because it stops this crazy overspending and teams that are living out their means, more importantly. Um, otherwise, it gets worse. If you look at the situation with Barry, for example, that was that was a mess. Um, if I know people, are, I know, like we said, a lot of people have said, you know, oh, why haven't Man City been charged? Quite, quite simply, Everton have only been charged with one thing. Man City have 115 charges against them. A lot of points to come deducted. That's, What's that? Ten pounds charge. Ten points to charge. Was- yeah, and this is why the system is so complex because that's going to take a long time to look over. City will look for one reason as to why there's a fault in there. And that could bring the whole thing down. Um, so that's why they haven't been charged yet. It's a lot of things to look over there. There are, there are a lot of things to really uncover. Hence why it will take a long time. And, and Everton, like I said, it was quite clear. They only had one and <laughs> they basically said that they were guilty. Um, so... In terms of that, you know, do we, I, I, I do agree, I think this is going to put a lot of pressure on the Premier League now. Um, Pete, I, I know clubs will want a guilty verdict from City and Chelsea regardless. Personally, I think justice will prevail and the answer will be right, whatever they, whatever they decide. Do you think that this is an example of why football needs an independent regulator? Because it looks like to me the Premier League are doing it to show why they can govern themselves. Do you two think that there needs to be an independent regulator in all of this? Yes. Yeah, ultimately, yes. I, I Again, I don't know too much about the exact process, the, the panel and everything, exactly how it works, but I, it, do, it does feel like someone needs to be impartial to a decision this important rather than it being potential. I'm, I'm sure it's not, but some potential political agenda where they're trying to make an example out of clubs. So ultimately, it just has to come down to the facts and the figures. So I'd say yes, personally. Well, isn't it, like I thought, and in, it says the Premier League have come out and said it's an independent commission has imposed the 10-point deduction. So I understand it's not fully independent, like the regulator, but... I see it hard to have a proper independent regulator, really, because football's too big. You're going to have people on there who support a club. Like just, it's very hard to find the people who want to want to do this and have don't don't care about football at all. 
it i think there's so much more complications then there could be you know actual corruptness it's i know like obviously people say the premier league's corrupt already like you heard wolves singing it heard it when they played us heard it when they played spurs you've got everton saying it now but i think it's it's difficult if they did this at the start of the premier league era it would have been an e i think it would have been a smoother transition but now i think it's probably it could be too complicated to bring them in i'm not saying that that doesn't solve any of the problems but to be perfectly honest i don't fully agree with the ffp rules anyway because i think it makes the rich get richer really and myself and jordan we've seen our clubs influence with a lot of money before it properly got put in place so it stops newcastle spending to actually start competing for the title i know they're doing well and getting into the top four but it stops that so i I am against ffp in general because i think if a if your owner can afford it then it should be in place there should be more it's i think there's more regulation on the owners and how they're spent and how they're dealing with the money is more of a concern i think um what is it the fit and proper rule i think that's got to be more of a that's that's the one that's i think the more important rule and role rather than the actual ffp to stop clubs getting into messes like a berry for example but with um, what you were saying, Reese, where it's only one charge for Everton and 115 for City, do you think that the Chelsea one will be wrapped up before the City case? Because it's more, it's overshore money being spent, and I guess it's it's not 115 cases; it's maybe one or two. I don't know. I don't know the exact details of it. Yeah, I, I think it's more than possible. It could be wrapped up before then. I think they'll let the City one maybe go a little bit longer. So if they can start getting into the crust of that, that might give them a clearer idea of the Chelsea situation. But it should be. It you know it should be wrapped up. I mean, I personally don't think much will come of that one. I don't think a point deduction or anything like that will happen. But but yeah, and I think I think it will be a bit sooner. I think what I found interesting is, yeah, this does put pressure on the Premier League now to show it doesn't need an independent regulator. It does. They have to act something. At the end of the day, people will feel if anything goes against them, the system is corrupt. If City get away, like don't get any deductions, the league is corrupt. Unfortunately, the smaller teams will always get punished because realistically, they will be the ones that live outside their means. With an owner as rich as City, of course they can spend a billion if they want to. A guy who runs Berry, unless he's got a billion, he can't spend a billion. So he will live outside his means. So that's why it looks like the smaller clubs do foul, in my opinion, because they do live insanely outside of what they should be. I think FFP is a good idea. I think this is, I am an advocate for the Super League as a whole in order to cut that division where the super rich teams can just have their league and get on with it and then everyone else can enjoy a nice even league. I do believe that. Or an American system where we get rid of this idea and just everyone you know, does a draft or something. But that's a conversation for a different day. I think this is a real pivotal moment for the Premier League. I think this is a real pivotal moment for City and Chelsea, who will be looking nervously over their shoulder. I wouldn't be shocked if City start to 
collaborate more on this investigation now to try and um you know to try and make sure they are found innocent that's not an accusation as in you know working close is what i mean i think everton will feel aggrieved but i also look at it and think we're only two points away from survival so it's not that drastic you know you've not started the season on minus 10 you've not been given 20 or so where it looks like it's impossible to catch up i just think it's an important moment to show that clubs are being punished when they should be punished um the fans may suffer but unfortunately we want them to spend the money and, and this is an inevitable consequence. I want it to be a wake-up call for all clubs and I want it to be a moment to show that the Premier League is controlling the monster that is actually created. They got themselves in this mess. It's now up to them to prove they can get themselves out of it. Yeah, agreed. And, and I guess the final point I'd say on the charges is obviously this is a different charge, right? This is a profit, uh, breach of profit and sustainability. I don't recall ever seeing that around the Chelsea case. Um, and with City, again, I mean, there's so many, 115, I can't say I've sat there and, and gone through the fifth 115, but we don't even know if this charge that Everton got done for is in the 115. So you have got to bear that in mind. It, it could be something completely different. And FFP charges are separate and different from these charges before everyone starts saying corruption, corruption. Um, but before we wrap up, let's make a quick prediction. Do we think this will now result in Everton being relegated? I'll start, and I'm going to say no, but it's going to be tight. I think we're going to see similar scenes to what we saw with, with Lampard keeping him up. It's going to be tight. It's going to be nervy. But ultimately, I do think there's three worst teams with potentially three worst managers. So I'd, I'm going to say they're going to stay up. I'd agree. Um, I, I, like I said, I think it's actually come at the perfect time. With, with to get ten point deduction, I think it's the perfect time. I think they're better than Luton. I think they're better than Sheffield United for certain. Burnley just haven't got going to what most people expected. I think they're better than him, and I think they're better than Bournemouth. And Fulham have also not looked that great this season. I think there's so many teams that the ten point deduction doesn't fully matter. So even though they were. The worst sitting 14th, now 19th. I still think they'll be fine. I think they'll be fine. They can sort it out in their next game, which is against May United and be out of the relegation zone if they win. I think what will worry them is if the teams around them go, let's spend in January. Let's spend because Everton probably can't. That's where it might become a problem. But I think I think they'll be fine. I think they've got It'll be an us against them mentality. So I think I think they'll be just fine. Well, that is, yeah, that's actually one point. Sorry, before we finish, is when City got charged, that was actually like a bit of a catalyst for our season, for us to go on and win the treble. Like before that, we weren't playing too great. We were still obviously in and amongst the title race, weren't playing that great. And then after we got that, it's like Pep got them all together, went right. They're trying to, they're trying to, you know, screw us. Let's just go and win on the football pitch, and that's exactly what he did. So it could bring them all together. Sean Dyche will definitely try and bring them in, bring them closer together, and say, "Come on, let's do this for the fans. They don't deserve this. Let's get, let's survive relegation." And I definitely see it happening. Yeah, and in another positive note to end for Everton fans, if you're watching. 
There's only ever been, so obviously you're on four points after 12 games. There's only ever been one other team in Premier League history who has survived with four points at this stage in the season. And it was yourselves. So it was Everton in the 94-95 season. So you've been there, you've done it before, and maybe you can do it again. Um, But as always, that wraps us up for another episode. You know the drill by now. Like, comment and subscribe. You know the drill. Thank <music> you.